0: Yes, sir, you are. You're writing to us as well. The Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line at one 888 All are welcome. And you can also write to us at mynorthwest.com. You know you've got the right place when you hear ding, this ding, sound. Ding,
1: ding, 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 ding. Bum, That's
0: shing, when, boom, That's when you write to us. That's the official sound that you write. Who knows, teeny tiny lady over there in the pickle jar?
2: Potato. I see teeny.
0: Sherry, can you hold on one
2: second? Oh, yeah, sure. No problem talk to her as much as possible <laughs> <laughs> because she always has something interesting to say and original let me guess her dress is on backwards
0: all right that's it diving I have my dress
2: on I've never heard that before did
0: you turn my mic down while i was talking to teeny andrew i didn't want anybody to hear me
1: yeah i'm pretty so sure you? no one else heard you on that
0: one. okay good nikki haley It's a very, 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 very big victory there in New Hampshire. Yeah, in Dixville, New Hampshire, there's six people that vote. Um, They don't often pick it. In fact, they're wrong most of the time. I think one guy's a father and the guy's a son. It's like a family that's included in there. But they've been doing this since like 1964 or something like that. They've been the first to vote in New Hampshire right at midnight. Six of them get together. They don't have a very good batting average of who they pick, but uh, Nikki Haley wins. (laughs) There's only two choices. You could write in um, Joe Biden or you could write in uh, Dean Phillips, but Phillips is in there. So what they end up doing there, they go with, um, they pick Nikki Haley. So they voted for Michael Bloomberg in 2020, this little place there in New Hampshire. Uh, Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Yeah. Bernie Sanders, John Kasich. Um, Then in 2016, they went Barack Obama, Republicans three for Obama, Mitt Romney got two, John Huntsman got two, Um, and that's the way it it worked out there. So Nikki Haley wins in the little tiny hamlet of Dixville. Is it the Dixville Notch? Is that what they call it?
2: Yeah. This is a, a kind of a resort town. So people that go there want to snowmobile and ski and all of that. And the Balsams Resort was undergoing renovation. So they had to move it to the living room of the Tillotson House.
0: Sure. Okay. It'll be low turnout, they say, because there's just not enough people out there. They think Donald Trump will get about 300,000 votes on this. This could be a tough uh, little embarrassment for Joe Biden. It Prior, LBJ, 1968, um, Eugene McCarthy goes in there, and they were trying to make sure that LBJ would get enough write-ins, and then uh, Eugene McCarthy got enough votes as well. LBJ kind of... E- e- eked it out just a little bit, then shortly after New Hampshire decided he was not going to run. So they're they're concerned because, as it is right now, Dean Phillips from Minnesota has spent about $5 million of his own money, and he's running a bunch of ads there in New Hampshire. One of them involves the um, Bigfoot, and it's looking for the elusive Joe Biden, kind of a play on that. Um, So Dean Phillips might have enough people there in New Hampshire when they get into the voting booth go... I don't know. Joe seems really bad recently. So if he ends up picking up, you know, a percentage that would embarrass the White House, it could sort of be that break in the dam. And then people start to think, well, maybe I don't know enough. People start to think Joe might really they already say that he's too old and they don't want him. But if once you see it on paper, uh, it could cause some problems for the president.
2: Well, they're saying that New Hampshire isn't the hotbed of activity that it usually is. And that, uh, you know, a lot of times at the Doubletree Hotel, they've got all these reporters, all these things. And they said it was basically kind of dead. It's just sort of a a feeling of low energy. A lot of people are not going to vote for the alternatives. They wanted Ron DeSantis or they wanted Vivek. And when they all dropped out, it's like, I don't I don't like either one of these people. So I'm not even going to vote.
0: Yeah. So. There won't be a huge turnout, but it doesn't really matter. It's just you're going through the process. Donald Trump wins, goes into South Carolina, wins in South Carolina. Embarrassment to Nikki Haley, former governor. And then at that point, Nikki probably has to fold up the tent. You go to Nevada, Nevada is caucus, and then you have Super Tuesday by that time. Once you run out of the fuel, you run out of the money, you're kind of done. I I was on with uh, Jack and Spike, and they were asking me about it. And I they said, well, try to convince us that we should not vote for joe biden or not vote for trump but vote for nikki haley and I, I i sort of the first argument i made was the electoral college if you look at it right now as it stands now it can move around a little bit but not a whole bunch donald trump already has 272 and the electoral college he only needs 270 uh, joe biden stands at 225 and there are a few toss-ups like um arizona nebraska pennsylvania and um uh wisconsin it really the popular vote It's all done with the electoral college vote. So at this point, if things stay the way they are, Donald Trump will be the candidate, and then Donald Trump would be the president if those numbers hold. A lot can happen in between the two. Then the other argument I made, the White House and the people telling Joe Biden what to say, they want Donald Trump. That's the guy. That's the guy they want to run against because they think Joe can beat Donald Trump. If Nikki Haley steps in there... Nikki Haley does better than Biden in a one to one matchup. So then, if all of a sudden Nikki Haley becomes a candidate, there's a pretty good chance they would dump Joe Biden and put somebody else in there. And then all of a sudden it's somebody, maybe. Oh boy. You ready? Do we have to put our tin hats on for this one, Joe, or no?
1: I don't know. You tell me. It I sounded tin hatty when, uh, when, when what's his name said it.
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: Okay.
0: Look, the, the thing about, about, M.O. Yeah, running?
2: I think it's tin, tin hat time. All
0: right, hang on.
2: <clears throat> because the
0: man in the tinfoil hat sitting
2: on the throne tonight wow. there's a tinfoil dance. Kind Very nice. Like cool okay. day Stop day with day the biscuits You're going to choke again. Great,
1: great.
2: tremendous,
1: <laughs> amazing, and all that Because man <laughs> All right. It's
0: for you, for the six people watching. Are right, you ready? Um, they, this, I think this is Megyn Kelly talking to a couple guys from National Review as to whether or not Joe Biden goes away, and then comes Michelle Obama. And I can't play it because my computer won't let me play that other song, Because think so please hit the button. Here we go. Joe, anybody, anyone, I can't play it.
3: We saw Michelle Obama surface for what seemed to me to be a totally pointless interview on a podcast the other week, in the past two weeks, and um, she's not promoting anything. It was a real question about why she got out there. She mentioned she's terrified at the prospect of Trump being reelected. And on the heels of that, the New York Post, through Cindy Adams, reporting today and this is following up on another report that she had about uh a few days ago that uh there is a plan to replace joe biden with michelle obama what she says is reportedly i'm being told that obama has pulled donors this is barack obama for, uh, for his wife and that the plan is around may joe biden announces he's not running um and this This will uh, that allow the uh, August convention for Michelle to get nominated at the August convention, that they don't want to do it any earlier than May because it would make uh, Joe Biden a lame duck. But sometime between May and August, their thought is that Mrs. Obama will become the nominee, that she will be subbed in and that her team has already sent a survey to the top heavy duty donors asking how they would feel about her as the candidate. Now, I can't imagine an answer from top Democratic donors to that question other than we feel great about that. Please, please have her do that. Um, I mean, it would be a total game changer, Rich. It would be a total game changer.
0: Yeah. So Rich Lowry, I think he said, Rich Lowry said, I can't imagine her doing that. She why would she want that job? She's already a millionaire multiple times over. Um, She really doesn't have to do anything. Uh, She got hired by Netflix to do a podcast, which they canceled because nobody cared about it or wanted it. And why would she want this position? So I think that's what Lowry said. I think the other guy in there was uh, Charles Cook. I don't think he said something other than that. But this is floating around now in the New York Post that rumors are that Michelle Obama would, as Megyn Kelly laid it out, step in there and joe would step away
2: but what makes her qualified to even run for president she has no foreign policy experience. She has what no. What made Barack
0: government. Obama qualified to run was, for president?
2: Well, he was a U.S. Senator, and he was certainly somebody who was 18 months.
0: 18 months, yeah. And he served in Illinois for a short period of time. He voted present most of the time, even when he was a senator, voting present most of the time, spent most of the time out of the campaign trail. He had zero qualifications. If you looked at his resume and you said, does this guy have what it takes to run a major corporation? No one would have hired him. No one. But he got the nod. He had zero experience on any one of those fields. But they put him in there anyway, and he got in there. So he made the big speech prior to in the Democratic convention about the no blue, no red. This is going to be, you know, purple. We're all in this together. And then he gets in there and divides the country. But he didn't have any qualifications. She doesn't either. So he's just one sort of elect a figurehead, a celebrity of some sort. The same thing with Donald Trump had zero qualifications. Oh, then you want to run the government like a business? You can't. You can't run the government like a business. But people think, oh yeah, if we ran it like a business, then it would be so much more effective. Uh, no, but Donald Trump, on paper, you know, he had a he has a business. And he has like six or seven employees or something that are close to him. He's in the real estate development business, but those those qualifications didn't move over. Most of the people who do well. Sherry are governors. Governors actually have budgets, and they've got to deal with the representatives. They got to deal with senators. They understand how it works. It's a small sort of microcosm of what it is to be the president. You have some other powers as well, declaring war and things like that. But governors normally have better on the job training than. Senators, better certainly than mayors, better certainly than senators or congressmen. And Michelle Obama's resume is as thin as her husband's if she were to run. So, eh. But everybody loves the idea.
2: Well, I think they love the idea because if you go back to when Hillary was running and people questioned whether or not she was qualified to do it, they would say, well, you get sort of a a two-for-one package there. And people still like obama so i guess they figure he would be her right-hand person to to help if, if for whatever mm-hmm. so you kind of
0: i don't know. I, I just i don't see her doing it I because I, I, don't I don't know either. what she gains from it right no just, i uh, mean
2: she's she got don't a great need, I, life she's got a
0: great life
2: i mean i could see her maybe if she really wanted to get back into it, that she could run for a Senate seat and be. But where? I don't know, because where do they even live?
1: Well, part of the reason that they're that that Megan Kelly was speculating on it is because she did an interview. Uh, Michelle Obama did a couple of weeks ago, like just saying how utterly terrified she was by the prospect of another Trump Another Trump president. Sure, thing. but they so, all say that. Yeah, yeah but I, just... you're asking why would she do it if she, if, if in her mind, she, her you know, the, the, the country was going to be absolute disarray and just a, a mess and her future would be compromised, maybe that would be her motivation.
2: Oh, you mean like it would be very self sacrificing for her to run for president exactly. because she truly believes that <laughs> democracy is in peril because of Donald Trump? Right. That's a talking point that every. Yes. Democratic anybody is saying now because they that's that's the narrative that it's democracy is endangered. So I think she was just kind of trotted out to be able to to make those points. Um, Yes, because, yeah, there was no real need to interview her other than Mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, she is who she is.
0: Yeah, if you can get her, you know, interview her because, you know, you're going to get good ratings with it. So, um, mm, chances of running, one out of ten. Ten being certainty. Sherry? Two. Joe? Four. Oh. Andrew? Six. Ooh. Ooh. Because the man <laughs> in the tinfoil hat.
2: John? Is six.
0: One. Okay. One. Oh boy. Charles Osgood dies. Uh, How old was Charles Osgood when he passed away?
2: Ninety-one.
0: Ninety-one years old, with his little bow tie. Um, I wasn't. I didn't like Charles Osgood as well as I liked um, Charles Carral, <clears throat> and it was charles osgood that took the place of charles corralt for that sunday morning show and charles osgood you know to me sort of seemed like he was doing kind of an imitation of charles corralt but you know give him his due he did it for a long time great writer good job at delivering and also hard to take over for somebody like uh, charles corralt but at the age of 91 the radio world says goodbye good morning i'm charles osgood and this is sunday morning
4: He was the admired, yet approachable host of Sunday Morning for more than 22 years.
0: The Osgood File. This is Charles Osgood.
4: And that reassuring voice of CBS radio's The Osgood File for nearly 46. You
2: leave the Pennsylvania.
4: Charles Osgood knew his was a storied life. Born Charles Osgood Wood in the Bronx. He grew up in Baltimore. He remembered it this way. In
0: 1942, milk was delivered in bottles. The mail was delivered twice a
4: day. And that boy named Charlie Wood had a paper route. In the 1950s, he served three years as the army band's announcer.
0: I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. So this is long.
4: He had a love of music. <laughs> you're not well, only that. as old as you yeah. feel.
0: Yeah. You I've sung this song, but I'll he's sing going. it again. No, I knew I'd be leaving, but
4: I
1: didn't know when.
4: He, he is survived by here. Jean, his hey, wife today, of fifty today, years, is my last son, their five children, and six grandchildren, and all of us at CBS, CBS News. To know been a long time Charles Osgood was 91 years old and I've got to be drifting along
0: Oh, that's sad what's sad, Sherry?
2: He had a great life I know, but the song and everything and it just, it just I don't know, it just feels bad
0: Listen, when you die,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> we're ready to go for you.
2: Okay. Oh you've already got the the obituary written? No,
0: not the obituary, but we're gonna play you singing um
2: Oh Taste, Taste the, the Biscuit. biscuit. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: I'm gonna be like Sherry Elliker is gone, but not forgotten.
2: Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. That, that's that's not my version. That's the other Taste the Biscuit singer.
0: Sherry Ellinger, concerned about her dog's feces and always (laughs) a big fan of it being solid, is gone. (laughs) No, that's not it. I can't find... Well, Sherry's gone. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Sherry. Sherry.
2: Okay. What I see. Now that's a very narrow portion of the Trisket biscuit. What oh you dropped it. <laughs>
0: all right. All right. I remember this I remember this story um, of this big festival that was gonna take place. I didn't really follow the story that much. I just thought, oh it's everybody wants to go to it because it's gonna be on this island and there's gonna be all these models there. People got sucked into it. The thing sold out in like forty-eight hours. And now there's a documentary all about it, um, Fire, the greatest party that never happened. And um, I think they're trying to do it again, but here's just a little sort of preview for you. This is the Netflix documentary, if you remember it, that everybody went online, oh, I wanna go there, go to this island, it's gonna be a crazy party, it's gonna be wild. All
1: these models, like, in the Bahamas. The most insane festival the world has ever
3: seen. Island getaway turned disaster. It became very barbaric.
0: Right now, you are the f- stop of everything.
3: Just wait until Ba-ba-bam. you see what you're getting yourselves into.
4: American rapper Jar Rule is in the Bahamas with his business partner.
3: Billy McFarlane
5: is an amazing entrepreneur. He can convince anyone of pretty much anything. They just bought an island. Pablo Escobar's
0: island, oh my god. Okay, so Billy McFarland does he end up going to jail on this thing? I can't remember.
2: He, I'm not sure if wh- how the documentary ends, but he did go to jail. He got convicted and was do- did six years in jail. That's what he was uh, sentenced to. Uh-huh. Uh, and now he's back at it. Uh, he owed like $26 million, or that's how much people lost on mm-hmm. this whole thing. But he's out, and he's ready to try again.
0: So... They're selling tickets again? Good morning,
5: again? everybody. I have some huge news. The final pre sale for Fire Festival 2 is live right now. Just a quick warning. If you have to ask who the lineup is before dropping a million bucks, Fire is not for you. It's rather good ED- what, 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 uh, <clears throat> A million dollars?
2: <laughs> okay, so the ticket prices are. Four ninety nine for the first 100 tickets. That's already been sold out. And then uh, they go up to $8,000 for the final pre-sale.
5: Mm. Now, what, this show, is the thing. On, wait, glitter wait, in your wait. face, lounge in the grass, and not jump in the water with the sharks. Fire is not for you. Fire is not for the listener. Fire is not for the consumer. Fire is for the doer. Fire is about the most insane three days of your entire life with a Ooh. handful of wild weekends leading up to it. <laughs> we'll of course have great music and great artists, but Fire is about the flying, the diving, the jumping, the exploring, and everything else that you probably- It's
0: like Club Med.
5: We shouldn't talk about it on here. Don't worry, if you're more of a glitter EDM drone type and you already have a ticket for Fire 2, DM me, I'll refund you instantly and give it to somebody else. For everybody else, there are 100 tickets as part of this final pre-sale. This is the last thing my partner's telling letting me do announcement there soon see you guys
0: in the warm weather is that billy mcfarland saying all that it is
2: yes and there's no date no location okay. no Ooh. venue and no musical lineup that he's announced just yet and people were asking is this even legal I mean, how can he do this? He he really, I mean, he scammed so many people before. And yeah. um, it, NPR asked this guy who's with something called, I think this is great, Wall Street Prison Consultants. Okay. And what he does is he advises white-collar criminals on how to navigate through uh, prison, what to do with your assets, all these different things. Anyways, he said nowhere in his uh, release did it say that he couldn't do it again that was not a condition of his release so he's out and he he's gonna try again
0: and the first group of tickets were sold
2: the first group of tickets that's only a hundred of them for 4.99 that could have been his like family his and buddies. friends yeah. yeah
0: okay and they're not saying so what he says if by the way, if you missed it, if you're a glitter EDM person, so glittery so you put the glitter on, uh, listen to electronic dance music, you do I don't know how many grams of whatever of Molly, um, MDMA, and then you just you're high for like six hours, kind of rave it or something like that. It's not for you because that's not what this is about. This is about swimming with sharks and <laughs> jump and exploring well this is and the like hype jet that he did. Skis or yeah, something.
2: <laughs> right. He did this last time. This was this whole shtick last time where he was like, you know, this is gonna be such a party, it's all models and all this stuff, and everybody thought it was gonna be this incredible thing. Well, they ran out of water. I mean, it was a disaster basically. And right. so why anybody would believe he will have it together this time. He claims he was in solitary confinement uh, for, I guess, seven months or something, and that gave him the inspiration. He made a 50-page outline of how he will do it this time and do it better, and uh-huh. that's why he thinks it's going to work.
0: Hmm. He'll still have people. The difference this is the – what was the year of the first one? That was like five years ago? Yeah.
2: I
5: think it was so, Seven yeah.
0: years ago. You no. Know, So social media being what it is now, this will catch on. People will do this. And since he's limited the number of tickets, it'll increase demand. And people are like, there's no way, there's no possible way that he could screw it up a second time. And people are searching for that next thing, right? Because they've been to Burning Man. They've been to Coachella. They've done that sort of thing. So they're trying to find the next crazy, wild thing to do. And all you need to do is get just a couple of celebrities that are saying they're going to it. And then you'll get people that want to go to it as well. That, or that's what he did
1: the first time. And all those celebrities like job ja rule and these Instagram models and like Kylie Jenner or whoever, they all got sued from it. So I can't imagine who would be willing to put their name at, attached to this fire festival part two.
0: Uh, some other influencers that have, you know, 100,000 followers or a million followers he only needs like two or three of those people to get to the thing and maybe the celebrities that he signs up have something written in their contract that they can't be sued if the thing doesn't if the thing doesn't work out but it the crowd will do what the crowd does when they see what the crowd is doing you get a couple, you get like five of the people that are are super cool and then a bunch of other people, oh my God, they're going to be there, I'm going there. So it's a series of levels of like the cast system of the super, super celebrities and all the other people that want to go with them. But if you've a couple of, D-list celebrities are in there. Be like, oh no, that's for loser. I,
1: I implore you to watch this documentary. I know you don't watch movies, whatever, but if you just have to, it is so good. It, and, really? And, yeah, it's it's amazing.
0: But does it like? Doesn't it keep just spinning in its own dirt? Nope.
1: It is. It's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. It's phenomenal. You, I trust me. I know you'll love it.
0: Really? Yeah. All right. All right. I'll send you a, mom- I'll
1: send a link to Nick so she'll make you watch it. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you.
0: What are you working around me going over to I know how these things like happen. That? Yeah, Is that all right? Joe Mama. You know? huh? Okay. All right. Sherry, would you go to that show? That Friday, no. 100? What about I bought you a ticket? Go and, go and report for us. Be like the no. inside report.
2: <laughs> no, it's okay, gross. It's just it's, it's never what it's supposed to be, and it's a bunch of people showing off and just, uh, yuck. If I can spend that kind of money... If I'm going to spend $8,000, I'm going to go someplace decent where I have some privacy. <laughs> what does that
0: mean? It means I don't, want to be a,
2: I don't want to be around uh, 2,000 people. I don't think that's fun. And I wouldn't know any of the bands, of course. Well, there
1: are no bands, so you're fine.
2: Well, yeah, at this moment, right. But, I mean, there will be, and it'll be this loud and germy and... <laughs> Gross. I
1: don't,
0: and I, I can't stand it. I don't understand what the words are. I can't understand the they words. out of water. It's all noise <laughs> to me. I, I want to. Can I have a bowel movement on my own? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be you, Sherry.
1: Thank you. Ding, 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 ding. Bum,
0: Good, another drinking game. This one comes out of the UK, Sherry.
2: Yeah, I kind of wonder if it might catch on here. It's kind of cool.
0: Okay, let's set it up. See if we can get it going. How's All it work? Right,
2: so it works like this: you go to a pub, and this is like there's a one company that owns like 700 pubs across Great Britain, so okay. or across the uh, UK. So you then go on Facebook, and you mm-hmm. say you're at the pub, and let's say you're celebrating somebody's birthday. Hey, I'm okay. here at. Blank place, and mm-hmm. I'm celebrating somebody's birthday. Uh, why don't you send her a pint? And then, because all these places participate, they're able to then send money to the pub, and then you get a drink delivered. Or you get a drink. They, you know, your your drink is delivered to the table. So it's just anonymous people sending out drinks to others that post on Facebook. And uh-huh. it, it, they're complete strangers. Part of the hope is that, of course, when they go to put something on Facebook, that you'll re- reciprocate. You'll pay it forward.
0: Oh. I, I, I get, you lost me. So I'm at a pub. Am I on Facebook while I'm at the pub? And I'm going through Facebook. And I see what somebody's at a pub and wants a drink?
2: You don't have to be at a pub. You can be watching TV. And Facebook comes up and Facebook on Facebook that you that there's a guy out there in this particular example in the Wall Street Journal. It was about a guy Uh who was there with his elderly uh, Uh in-laws. And he said, you know, they're going to go to bed early. We don't need a lot of stuff, but maybe you could send them a drink. So you can send a drink virtually uh, or send the money for a drink to these pups, Uh and they will deliver the drink.
0: Um, (coughs) No. Ding, 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 (laughs) ding, 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 (laughs)
2: boom, boom, poof.
0: It's the sound of it not working why would I buy a total stranger a drink while I'm sitting at home on the couch? I can't see the person enjoy it they can't write back why would i why would I be involved? I mean is somebody gonna put I'm really thirsty I've had a hard day and I really want to drink and I'm sitting in the bowl.
2: <laughs> Well, a great question, John. <laughs> Thank you. This guy, uh, his name is Chris Illman. He created the game to boost his mood about six years ago because he was diagnosed with cancer and his partner left him. So it was a game among his friends, and then it snowballed. They have over half a million members right now. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. this is what a psychologist said. <laughs> to buy a stranger a drink with no prospect of any kind of encounter is generous but unproductive. And she says, um, "Right, the practice may make you feel good, but at unless there is hope that something develops from it in terms of a pleasant evening's conversation, why would you bother?"
0: Yes, you're but not getting any of the, You're not getting any of the stuff that you normally get. If you, it's the same thing. Do you know when people do the thing at Christmas time? Oh, rather than buying a gift, I bought a goat for somebody in you know, I don't know, name a <laughs> place. You know, they're gonna buy go for you, and they're gonna have elephants a goat or in gonna, Kenya.
1: I got one. Yeah, of those yeah, ones. yeah.
0: They're gonna do that kind of thing. Did you know that that thing does very little for the person who receives it, and apparently very little for the person who gives it? This idea of like just randomly buying a drink for a stranger—you're not getting any of the kind of warm and fuzzy feedback that you normally get. You're sitting in a bar talking to somebody. I'll pick up the next round. You're chatting with the guy. It's a very social, communal thing. But to be but sitting at home on your couch, just. <laughs>
2: If you're communicating on Facebook, and let's see, you see a picture of somebody that looks sad, or you think, oh. ah, let me buy him a beer. Then <laughs> you buy him a beer, and then they write something on Facebook: "Thanks for the beer, Sherry," or whatever. Oh I, I don't well, think this, that would. You be know, this says so
0: much about you. What? Just you you see yourself as both people. You see yourself as sitting on the couch, sitting there, and then doing what you're doing, Ugh. and then you also <laughs> see yourself sitting in the bar by yourself. And they're conduit, I, and I'm I glad have
2: to I've yeah. never been to a bar by myself ever. Really, I have lots of friends. No, I would never go to a bar. I by like myself. going to the bar by myself sometimes. I just yeah, me no. too. Right. Well, you're guys. It's weird with a woman.
0: Come on now. Be the first. Get out there.
2: Well, I know women do it. I have friends that do it, but I just I don't feel comfortable sitting there. Have now, a I'll mind of the...
1: winter, Sherry.
0: Yeah, Sherry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't mind eating on, at a restaurant Put on that alone. sexy
0: thing. Put on that sexy grandma. Hot-sy-totsy. Uh, like, hotsy-totsy grandma, uh, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> pajama top you've got with the ruffles and stuff. It's all pilled. It's kind of like a cheap flannel. Oh, it wasn't me. It was uh, Diane. <laughs> what is that, Nate? What are you talking about?